Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning on this Thursday. Bill Ryder with you. Thank you for being here along with the executive producer, Tom DeCelestino. By the way, speaking of Tom, yesterday somebody called in and very politely said, gotta be nicer to me, to Tommy. And I'm going to say that to all of you now because it's become an evening tradition where I'm sitting in my house. Maybe I've made some dinner, made a little chicken parm yesterday, right? And some tweets come in and you guys got to be nicer to Tommy. I know Trey Lance has basically been demoted from any relevance with the Niners, and I got it, but you know, we'll get to it. When you're tweeting at Sports Rider, Sports R E I T E R at D Cell CBS, just go easy. 855 212 for CBS. What, dude? I'm being serious. I'm coming to your defense. Why are you shaking your head? Good morning. Good morning, Bill. Happy Thursday, a.k.a. Friday Jr. Oh to you. God. I'm trying to get your back here. Do you get tagged on these things, or do I? When I send them to you, is this just the, the first you see them? Uh, I get tagged on a lot of them, more more than I want to be tagged on them. Uh, your guy Trey Lance. We got some news on him. We will get to that later in the show. I also got some some riveting soccer analysis from Tom on the messy game, including these guys suck. Uh, we'll just update how that went. We'll see how that went. Soccer. That guy's that guy's good. We'll get into some just awful news for Shohei Otani. Terrible news for him specifically. I'm past caring about what the Angels are going through or dealing with or their problems. Though they have plenty. And this creates this news on Shohei, this injury. UCL, UCL terror injury. Uh, it creates a really difficult situation. It, a new equation new calculus for teams that that were or are considering trying to sign Shohei in the offseason. We'll get into that. Our friend, our buddy, Ephraim Salam's going to be on the show. Former offensive lineman, NFL player, largely a Bronco, among other places. That's one hour from now. We've got, how's buy or sell today, Tom? How much... Trey Lance or Messi's in soccer is in is in buy or sell. No Trey Lance. Okay, got it. And no Messi in buy or sell. Got, got it. Got it. Got, I'm excited. Excited for that. And the ACC continues to eye Stanford and Cal and SMU, and we have some updates and some details on what feels like the inevitable poaching, vulture-like acceptance of those desperate schools on the other side of the country. So we'll squeeze that into the show as well. Again, several ways for you to interact with the program. 855-2124-CBS, Twitter Sports Rider, Sports R-E-I-T-E-R, D-Cell CBS. Oh, and fun story, good news. There's a rewind feature on on the free Odyssey app where you can kind of go back. And, and, and some of you have been asking for us to fix it. We thought we had. Tommy has efforted, I hate that expression, almost as much as Friday Jr. Tommy has efforted that, and we think it's fixed. 
So if you're listening on the, on the app right now and you want to go back in time and just check, that should be available to you. I want you to mark these words. This is the day. This is the day. August 24th, 2023, when it became clear that Tua Tungavailoa and the Miami Dolphins were a force to be reckoned with in the AFC. Now, that's been building. That's been a burgeoning reality. It's been coming. There's been some setbacks. We know Tua's injuries last year and the concussions and how, let's be frank, mismanaged he was. But Tua, since we went off the air yesterday, showcased the most important trait in a quarterback in a leader, in a winner. And that is unbridled confidence that borders on swagger. It is just barely likable. It lives on the border and the boundaries of being an arrogant you-know-what, and I love everything about it. I'm all in on Tua. If, it's always an if, I know it's a bigger if with him, that dude can stay healthy no matter how crowded the AFC is. No matter how many teams are going to be on the fringes fighting for those playoff spots, throw the Ravens in there, throw the Jets in there. I mean, maybe the Patriots, am I supposed to say them out of some kind of loyalty to the past? The Dolphins, assuming Tua can play 15, 16 games, are making the playoffs, and they're going to be a force when we get to the postseason because Tua Tunga-Vailoa is not to be underestimated. I can remember the times over the course of covering the National Football League, and I have done it full-time, I've done it part-time, I've done it as a radio guy, where you just meet or see or around someone, and that overwhelming swagger, that confidence, that self-belief, and it comes out in different people, in different quarterbacks, in different ways, just slaps you in the face. Now, I'm going to give you an example of a guy who showcases. Now, this guy is now one of the best quarterbacks of all time. I'm not saying Tua Tagovailoa is going to be this dude, but I can remember on this show when we did it in the evenings, being in what? Where was I? Minneapolis, Minnesota for that Super Bowl years ago, and the news came down. It broke from the heavens. It was shocking, sort of. Alex Smith was going to Washington. Kirk Cousins was going to be somewhere else. He hadn't yet picked the Vikings. He was walking around. And that guy was walking around the Super Bowl like he just won. It turned out $86 million, and he had it good for him. And this fairly anonymous dude named Patrick Mahomes was going to be the next quarterback. And and I'd had and I've said this, my my great friend, uh, the late Therese Paler, best NFL writer I've ever known, had told us on the show again and again, Mahomes is real. Mahomes is for real. The Chiefs love him. And I saw Mahomes walking through that media area at the Super Bowl, and I can't overstate how confident he was. The swagger, the self belief. It's the first time I saw it. First time I glimpsed it. It's like, okay, that guy's a winner. Different context, different situation. Had that exact sens- sensation yesterday with Tua Tungavailoa. Here's the, here's the setup. Now, look, look, Tua's been doubted for a lot of his career. Even in Alabama, if you remember, he backed up a pretty good player, came into the national championship game at halftime, and led that team to a championship. And even then, when he came out of college, his own coach, Brian Flores, didn't want to play him, didn't want anything to do with him. Tua went through his first year in the pros with a head coach who didn't think he should be there, clearly, and would pull him from games when they were leading. It was very strange. And Ryan Clark, former player, over on the worldwide Leader, I can't even say that with, with a straight face. On one of their myriad mediocre shows, and there's some good shows too, but this is one of the mediocre ones. What, Tom? It's a mediocre show. Was was just going in on Tua Tagovailoa. I'm pretty sure that there, there's, I think there's strip club jokes in here. There's that sort of um, that acerbic laughter that is clearly a put. This ain't kind joking. This is what a bum this guy is. Here is Ryan Clark. Going after Tua. I'm gonna tell you, tell you what he wasn't doing. He wasn't in the gym. He wasn't. Wow. 
I bet you that. Come on, he, man. he, he wasn't with me. He, he, he might have spent a lot of time at the tattoo parlor. He was not at the dinner oh. table eating what the nutritionist had advised. Oh my! He looks happy. Okay. He is thick. He thick. Yeah, he's built like a girl work at Onyx in Atlanta right now on the bottom. <laughs> uh, I'm, I have not frequented every establishment in America. I've never been to Onyx in Atlanta, but I believe, let me check in with D-Cell. I believe that is a place where uh, women dance. Is that, a, is that a correct description? I had to use Google this morning. It sure. is indeed a gentleman's club. Sure you did. Sure you did, buddy. Everybody <laughs> believes that. <laughs> Those are some metaphorical fighting words. And it reflects what remains, not for everybody, skepticism about Tua. Guy's not tall enough. Guy doesn't throw the ball well enough. Guy doesn't have a strong enough arm. Guy's weird. Guy can't stay upright. Guy, I'll show you said about the concussions, but he's not going to be able to stay on the field. Guy's not sitting with his, did I hear this right? Nutritionist eating dinner with him or eating what he prescribed because he's at a strip club, looks like a stripper. Is that what I'm, is that what, is that what I got? The guy's at the tattoo pole. I'm not a tattoo guy. It's not my thing. What's wrong with getting a tattoo? Can you imagine if I said something like this? Hey, some breaking news that Ryan Clark should be aware of. Guess what, bro? Guys that play professional sports get to do other things with their time. They don't have to spend 24 hours a day either sleeping or doing football or sitting at the nutritionist table. But I don't need to defend Tua Tungavailoa. And I thought I was going to have to when this first happened. Because Tua's a quiet dude, man. is a respectful guy. And it can be, I think, sometimes mistaken for weakness or for being passive or not being a leader. But we got some insight into what that team clearly gets in the huddle from Tua Tungavailoa and the reason they were so good last year when he could play. When Tua, at a press conference, talking to reporters, respectful as always, flipped the same switch toward Ryan Clark, he's going to flip against defenses this upcoming season. He probably knows more about me than I know about myself. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, Ryan's been out the league for some time, so I, I, don't, I don't know. It, it's, a little, it's a little weird when other people are talking about other people when they're not that person. So I know it's just, just a little weird. I come back. I, I, like, my background is, like, I, I come from a Samoan family. Like, respect is everything, but, you know, it does get to a point where, hey, you know, Little easy on that, buddy, because you know we. I, I think we're we're pretty tough-minded people, and uh, if we need to get scrappy, we can get scrappy too. Just saying. How hard did you work in the off season? I mean, I think we all worked hard throughout the off season, um, and I'm not someone to talk about myself the entire time. But I mean, it takes a lot. You think you think I wanted to to build all this muscle? Like, not. Nah, to some extent, like I, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to be a little lighter. There's, I know there's a mixture of things that people don't understand, that people don't know about, that are talked about, that go behind the scenes. So, you know, I'd appreciate if you kept my name out your mouth. That's what I'd say. I love this guy, man. I come from a Samoan family, and we believe in respect. But I will kick your ass if I have to. Is the message that he just put out there? Metaphorically speaking, in the in the grand sense of the term, not necessarily not saying he's going to go find Ryan Clark and pull him into the alleyways of the Bristol campus. He's just saying, I'm tougher than you think I am. Don't respect me. Unless you missed it, keep your name out. Keep my name out your mouth. What a great expression. 
Diesel says it to me like three times a week, but I'm like, I can't. We do a radio show together. Look, this is this is a dude who believes in himself, and, and this isn't fake tough guy press conference sounding like you're standing up for yourself. But there's a scared little boy inside. This is a confident dude who got disrespected and handled it in a mature. It's hard to be mature, sound reasonable, sound like a leader, and also be like, I'll kick your ass if you if you disrespect me. And the guy pulled it off. I love Tua Tungavaloa. And I love what he's about. Now, now, nothing guarantees greatness. You have to be healthy. You have to have help. You have to be in the right situation. But, but man, if, you, if, if Tua can be healthy, he's got all of those things. All those things. Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, pretty nice combo. Pretty good defense. And remember, it's not just Mahomes. And Mahomes is the ultimate example of a guy that nobody saw coming. Super confidence, easy to point to. Easy to point to. Mike McDaniels is a coach who, when he got hired, was made fun of by lots of mean people like me. He looks like, what did you call him, Tommy? A nerdy analytics dude? An analytics nerd fest or something. Tom, Tom like, also flexed when he said, nerd. He looks like Tom DiBenedetto, who's not Tom DeCelestino, former producer of this show, producer of the Jim Rome Show, which, and I love Tom, but, but Tom doesn't necessarily, like all of us, look like a, um, a da specimen out of an Adonis comic book, okay? Mike McDaniel disrespected. People made fun of him. He's also a weird guy. There are stories that he doesn't change his clothes. Remember he had this weird interview when he first got the job. It's the best spiral I've ever seen in the ball. It turns and it's 360 degrees. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? And that guy underestimated, has a weird, again, as Tom put it, analytically nerdy self-confidence. Self-belief matters. And more importantly, when you've been beaten down, when you've been injured, when you've almost failed, when you've been told one way or another by a former head coach like Tua has been, you're not good enough, it takes a reservoir of self-belief. It takes some kind of inner strength. It does. To believe in yourself. And Tua Tungavaloa is not damaged by any of his struggles. He has been made better by whatever struggles and doubts have been out there. And I'm telling you, and I talk about this a lot, failure makes greatness if you can handle the failure. Failing doesn't guarantee greatness, but I think that greatness... It's a guarantee, has seen, from people that, that, that have it, has seen failure in the past, and they've learned to overcome it. And the fact that Tua went through last year, where he was, at times, not the best quarterback in the NFL, but the quarterback of one of the elite teams in the NFL when he was out there, and at times when his unavailability didn't just damage severely the Dolphins' ability to be good, but damaged the question of whether Tua could play in the National Football League short or long term, to come out the other side, and still believe in yourself, and to want to go get it, and to put on whatever muscle you have to, even though you don't want to, and to answer Ryan Clark like that, whatever, man, I'm all in. Forget forget hard knocks. I'll just judge human beings based on the human beings that they are when we get glimpses like this one. I know the AFC is loaded. I know the Bengals are in it. I should say the Chiefs first. I know the Chiefs are certainly in it. I don't think Buffalo is winning the Super Bowl. I think it's past them by, but that doesn't mean they're not going to be a formidable, difficult, brutal, brutal, hurdle for certain teams. Jacksonville's a, a squad that I pro- I mean, I might even put fourth if I had to do some AFC power rankings. I don't want to say the Jets because I've been hoodwinked by that show. The Ravens. I, You know what? The Browns. I always forget about the Browns. Am I supposed to put the Browns on that list? Maybe, probably, sort of, could be. I love the Dolphins. I love what two is about. I love that head coach. I love that team. And they have a guy who's not afraid in the way that matters to showcase that quiet, 
but severe self-confidence. I'm in on Tua. I'm in on the Dolphins. Let's go this year. Team Miami. Man, it's all coming up Miami. You've got Tonga Vailoa, and you got Messi. Messi and Tua. It'd be a great like Netflix buddy comedy. They hang out when they're not doing their, their, you know, their games. They talk smack about Ryan Clark. Uh, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number if you want to call us. By the way, you tell me. You buying Tua? You buying the Dolphins? AFC is going to be so much fun this year. Every one of those games for a good, I don't know, 10 teams, 11 teams every week is going to feel like, oh, not a playoff game, but they will have playoff level implications when we get deeper in the season. They're all going to matter. Who you got? Who do you believe in? If you want to call in, you want to talk to Tommy, you want to go on the air, we got you. It's free. You push these numbers, you're on national radio and it doesn't cost you anything. People say a dime, but that's a dumb expression because of inflation. It doesn't cost you a dollar. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. We'll take some phone calls. We'll get into a little soccer, messy magic again. It's unbelievable. And Tommy comes to grips with the reality of Trey Lance. It's all magic, and it's all coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio. But first, this show is sponsored in part by BetterHelp. Sometimes in life, we're faced with tough choices, and the path forward isn't always clear. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement, trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values. It's like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets, and therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. You know, we've all been through some unpredictable times over the past few years, and it's not a sign of weakness to ask for help. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash writer. That's BetterHelp.com slash R-E-I-T-E-R to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash writer. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When he's right... 
He's right. Let's get this going. Bill Ryder with you from California. I have an admission to make. I like to mess with the executive producer of this show, Tom Benedetto. I do. And you may know if you listen to the program on a regular basis. And if so, by the way, thank you. Appreciate you. Oh, I just called you Tom Benedetto. Wow. Tom DeSalacino. You're listening to Writer Than You with Bill Ryder. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> I knew that was going to be a rejoin. You guys have the same name, man. And the same personality. Not the same last name? He's not the same personality either. It's pretty close. I'm, I'm glad. Overly positive. Overly I'm, positive. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad you both got hired here, but there was a screening breakdown back in the day. That should have just been flagged by HR. Uh, two similar names are too similar. One of them will have to go by Jack. Similar names. Similar personalities. Same age, too. Buddy of mine got a job at the New York Times years ago and as a writer and had to change his entire name because they had another guy by the same name. Like so this first guy's, name lasted like... This, guy, this guy's name is Pat Healy. There was another Pat Healy who's a famous writer there. So he had to go by... Je- so now his name is Jack, and I see him sometimes, and he's... I'm not going to call you Jack. Imagine if I... How would you like it if in order to work here you had to go by Jack to Celestino? Jack's a cool name. I like that. Yeah, it wouldn't fit, would it? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that was unkind. Oh, all right. Sorry. <clears throat> sorry. I forgot. Be nicer to Tom. You gotta be nicer to Tom. Just I don't even know if that. I'm not it even sure that call. It was a real call. It was yeah. a real call. I spoke to a real human who was not related to me. He was not a family member of mine. It was real. Can I give you my perspective? Can I just give you my perspective? Sure. Not questioning the truth of what you have spoken. I'm simply saying I feel like that you I are. think you answer two calls every three weeks <laughs> that's because true. that's what comes in. No, that's what comes in. I'm not questioning you. And it's amazing that one of the calls <laughs> who wouldn't go on the air came to your your, uh, your defense. Well, that's what happens when you tell people to call me so I can have a therapy session with them, so I can let out my emotion. That's what happens. People call and want to make sure that I'm okay. Uh, really funny. Don't worry. People are mean to me on Twitter, too. All the time. Here we go. You ready? A little breaking news yesterday uh, from Tom Pelissero. The Niners are naming Sam Darnold their number two quarterback, and the team is exploring options with Trey Lance. Sources tell me in rap sheet. Now, a little, little friendly reminder. Trey Lance drafted number three overall a few years ago. The Niners drafted up to get him. There's lots of ways you can go online and sort of quantify this. Uh, what's his name? Brian Barnwell. Is he still at ESPN? Over at ESPN? Uh, Bill Barnwell. Bill Barnwell. Man, that's terrible because I've had dinner with that guy. And he had the same name. Sorry, Bill. I'm glad I know you got you my are. first name is Tom Wright, so you know what? I don't yeah, think no, about I'm, this at all. I'm doing good with names. Uh, he, has a, he has an interesting breakdown of all the pieces that were given away for by the Niners to get Lance and what they became. Uh, Jalen Waddell, Micah Parsons. Uh, I think some of the picks were included in the Tyreek Hill deal. Or you can just look at the guys drafted after Trey Lance. Justin Fields is one of those guys. Again, Waddle's one of the guys. It's a, it's a pretty comprehensive list of, of football excellence that the Niners passed on. And our guy, you, Tom, you, once sort of aggressively and would not back down and kept it up for several years, said that Trey Lance was better than Tom Brady. You'd rather have Trey Lance than Tom Brady. Okay. Ed tweets at us, another L for Tom's boy. Just, just like at night, you're just getting. But here's the thing. It's not really an L for you. It is an L for Kyle Shanahan. It is an L for that Niners front office. It is an L 
for San Francisco. And no disrespect to Sam Darnold, but Sam Darnold's not very good. He's just not. Now, is Shanahan going to be able to make him into a serviceable backup quarterback if that becomes necessary, if Brock Purdy, who's the starter, has issues? We're going to find out. But this is what it sounds like, and this is Kyle Shanahan, obviously the head coach of the Niners and a quarterback guru and a guy who pushed for Lance a few years ago. This is what it sounds like if you're Trey Lance and your head coach has clearly given up on you. I mean, this isn't a thing that we're giving up on Trey. This is more of how Brock played in his seven games, and that was decided before the season started. And then how good Sam's looked. They both looked good. But we do have to make a decision here, and you only get so many reps at it, and um, we feel um, – you know, starting about 10 days ago, Sam really separated himself. And um, we got to keep it real in that way. But mm-hmm. I feel very, very fortunate to have both of them here. I really hope when it's said and done that all three of these guys are here. And uh, you never know when that's going to come up. We needed four guys last year. Um, doesn't happen much. But um, if we can have Trey as an option here, um, I would feel extremely happy about that. And I think the other quarterbacks in our room would, and I think our team would. If he's here, I hope he's here. Look, if your wife ever says at a dinner party, well, if I'm still married to, you know, you, it, you know, I hope I'm still married to, you know, I will see. I mean, we'll see. You know, I, I love Bill, but man, that guy Rick across the street really separated himself the last few weeks. With his, it's over, man. It's over. I feel bad for Trey Lance. Maybe he is bad. Maybe he, it's hard to believe he's been put in a situation to fail because of how often Shanahan has been able to turn chicken chicken something into chicken salad it's hard to believe if there wasn't some success some greatness some ability that Kyle Shanahan wouldn't be able to squeeze it out of Trey Lance he did out of Brock Purdy Brock Purdy Mr. Irrelevant I mean what are we talking about here hard day for Trey Lance hard day for you Tom is today the day we've been waiting everybody's been waiting that you would like to just say, perhaps, that you were wrong about Mr. Lance. Bill, today is not that day. It will never work for Trey Lance in San Francisco. I Mm. amended my take, whatever it was, 10 days ago, that I think he needs to be moved. Both sides need to go their separate ways. And anything other than that, I have not changed my take whatsoever. The dude has started four, four NFL games. He's 23 years old. I'm not giving up on him. Is he ever going to be worth the three first-round picks that they traded for him? No, he's not. Does that mean he can't play? No, it doesn't. He has not gotten a fair shake. Brock Purdy has very clearly earned that starting job. There's no shame in that. There's no shame whatsoever that Brock Purdy is a better quarterback right now than Trey Lance. They just need to move him. And at this point, I don't know who wants him. But if you're better than Tom Brady, why would you move him? If you're better than Tom Brady, how do you not win the job against Brock Purdy? Or By the way, it's not Brock Purdy. You don't have to bring up Brock Purdy. He couldn't beat out Sam Darnold for the backup job. Which I don't know if that's true right now, by the way. Like, you think Sam Darnold is a better quarterback than than Trey Lance? I don't know. The dude has no confidence. He has no confidence right now. Kyle Shanahan is the person that you need to be talking about. And he, yes, thinks Sam Darnold is a better quarterback than Trey Lance, as you just heard. That organization knows they need to move on from Trey Lance. They made a giant mistake in trading three first-round picks for him, and they need to move on, and I think they're going to. They would do everything in their power, out of self-preservation, not any loyalty or kindness to Trey Lance, to try and make Trey Lance work in some way. Because the problem becomes... 
if Trey Lance is so bad that he can't be the backup, and they get to Sam Darnold, right, which obviously the Niners have been snake bit. They've been cursed at quarterback in terms of health over Shanahan's tenure. If they get to Darnold and Darnold doesn't work out, they all of those guys can be fired. And by the way, what is your confidence level if you get to Sam Darnold in Week 5? 2%? 1%? Dude, you can just say you were wrong. It's okay. You got away wrong. Everybody knew you were wrong when you said it two years ago, a year and a half ago. Like, it, it, this isn't shocking. This isn't an upset. This was, oh, you were wrong the minute you said it. You can just be there. You can get there. It's okay. First off, let's hit rewind here. I did not say he was better than Tom Brady. Remind I me, please. I said I would not sign Tom Brady. I would not trade for Tom Brady after drafting Trey Lance. I would not do that as... That was my philosophy. You're going to Tom trade. Brady. That's I'm trying to remember. I have a bad memory. Tom Brady went on to what did he do? Yeah, he won another Super Bowl. Got it, got it. Seventh in Tampa Bay. And Trey Lance eventually lost out on the backup job to Sam Darnold. Yes, because so again, he was mis- mismanaged in San Francisco. I I know you didn't say he was better than Tom Brady. You said you'd rather have him than Tom Brady. Yes, that I said. <laughs> Can you say you were wrong on that? No, because I would not change. Tom Brady won a Super Bowl. You can't do everything out of results-based. i got to keep that philosophy. It is a result. Whether it's Tom Brady or Joe Montana, Payne Manning, it doesn't matter. I'm going to stick with the guy I gave up three first-round picks for. That's going to be my philosophy. You just said to move on from him. Mismanaged the heck out of it. You just said they should move on from him. They need saying to do both everything. Side, both sides need out of San Francisco. They need him to go away, Wait, and he needs just... a new opportunity. Wow, okay. I'm talking about three years ago when they drafted him. I want you to know that this is not a bit. That Tom is not doing a bit. This isn't like we don't do wink-wink. This is actually what – is somebody texting you? Is your wife texting you to stop talking? Maybe. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, you can have your take. I just want people to realize – I. To the gentleman who's been listening to me for years, and thank you, who I, I try to go easy. This is, I'm not, it's a great, you know what, what a take. Let's move on. A, yeah, you got more? No, no, do go you, for it. Do you think Trey Lance, one, deserves another chance somewhere else, and two, will get a chance somewhere else? I think that if he can't make it with Kyle Shanahan as a backup, his career is over, and he will not make it. I think he's that bad. This is like, this, this reminds me of when Tim Tebow couldn't make it on the Patriots roster. You knew Tim Tebow didn't belong in the National Football League. And that I would think about Kyle Shanahan with any quarterback on the face of the earth. A guy that they drafted number three and gave picks away to get. They are so incentivized to be patient in the extreme. To err on the side of too many chances. No. I hope I'm wrong. But I think he's finished. I think he's done. I think his career is is kaput. I think they mismanage this dude because they have a win a Super Bowl right now roster. They want to be patient because if if they didn't have Brock Purdy, all their jobs would be on the line. But they do have Brock Purdy, and they do have a roster that can win a Super Bowl. You're talking about Brock Purdy as if they traded for Tom Brady and that put Lance behind. The fact that Brock Purdy could win the the job and be that good under Shanahan, I think showcases – the problems with Trey Lance. Brock Purdy is not an excuse for Trey Lance. It's another indictment against him. For me. But I also would have traded for Tom Brady and won a Super Bowl. I would have taken the Super Bowl. Silly you. But, but you don't think that football is <laughs> a results-based business. I Rental car. Rental car. Rental car. All right, so um, 
You watched, uh, we're going to run out of time here. You watched a little messy yesterday. A little I soccer. watched my first soccer match start to finish, and I picked, like, the longest match ever. Yeah, so, okay, so, so I'm trying to be nice. It was another, I don't even know what this thing is. This is a different in-season tournament. It's not the League Cup. This is the U.S. Open Cup. U.S. Open Cup. And they were down Miami, Inter-Miami, 2 to nothing against Cincinnati with almost no time left. I guess they scored like the 69th minute, but with, with literally a minute left, it looked like the game was over, and Messi delivered a I am in the Matrix, I am Neo level pass to some random dude, Campania, who who brought it home, extra time, each team scores an extra time, they went on penalty kicks. And, and Tom, I'm not making fun of you, I'm just pointing out, did you not, over the course of the game, send me some snarky... Inter Miami sucks, Tex. Yes. Other than Messi, that team is terrible. <laughs> other than LeBron, some of those. I mean, like I. Yeah. Other than LeBron, those Cavs teams stunk that he drug that he dragged to the NBA Finals. Here's my hot take: Messi is better at what he does than LeBron was at what he did. Is at what he does. Wow. I think Messi's better at soccer than Jordan was at basketball. I think Messi's better at soccer than Brady was at football. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's. I mean. If you're not, would you, let me ask you this: You're not a big soccer guy. You were inundating my timeline on my private, personal time text messages with just like snarkiness and derision. Whoa! I thought we were friends watching a soccer match together. Yeah. I didn't know I was inundating you. You were. I mean, it was a lot of. I'm like just enjoying the game, and I'm getting these. And I think I did. I write you something like what you have to say now, something along that those lines, right? I gave you a, after the score. What did I – oh, I think it was um, – oh, I wrote rental car. Did you like that one? <laughs> I mean, Bill, no joke. Like, they got the tying goal in stoppage time in the 96th minute. Is I was streaming the game on my laptop, sitting on the couch. Really? I had my hand on the back of my laptop to close it, to go upstairs, to end my evening. But you, I said, you know what? I'm going to watch the whole thing start to finish. I could not believe what I saw. It was amazing. I am not soccer guy. Even I can appreciate that pass. That was the dude who scored the goal did not have to move a muscle. He put it right on the money. So I want to ask you, as a as a skeptic, as a as a as a little derisive soccer viewer, would you recommend to the casual sports fan watching Messi play? Yes, that was fun. And what I did last night, not being soccer guy. I watched more of just Messi than I did the ball. I tried to follow that dude everywhere he went because I, when Messi has the ball, I don't know what he's looking at. Like, I can't appreciate what he's trying to see, what he's trying to do. So what I did last night was just try and follow him, not so much the ball, and see what spots he wanted to get to, where he wanted to be he's, yeah. in anticipation of him getting the ball. I also enjoyed you breaking down soccer for me on my text string. It reminds me a little bit of your Trey Lance take. It's very really nuts and bolts soccer. It's very confident. There. It's very confident. Yes. I'll say this. You don't lack belief in what you're saying. And I love that about you. Oh, I go for it. I go for it. Now, you're a Miami Dolphins fan. No, I'm sorry. You're a Miami Hurricanes fan. Yes. Would you wear would you wear an inner Miami shirt? Those look pretty cool. They're cool. The I pink, yeah. The, the pink collar, yeah. Those look pretty cool. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Oh, is Trey Lance better than, than Messi, or is Messi better than Trey Lance? Uh, I'm gonna go with Messi on that one. Got it. Okay, I got it. Um, all right, I put this story off. We almost opened with this story, but I just I wanted to hit Tua because I love the swagger we discussed 20 minutes ago. I, I also, it's what happened to Shohei Otani last night 
is such a bummer. It's such a dark cloud over the brightest story in baseball, maybe in my lifetime. And we're going to dive into the the thorny, unfortunate, brutal details of what happened to Otani last night after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Peter Schwartz. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. When he's right, he's right. How many times a month does your wife get actually really mad at you? How many times a month? It's like once yeah. a day. Oh, man. Really? Yeah. I'm glad I'm brighter than you. You're listening to Writer Than You with Bill Ryder. Welcome back into the show. How is how is Mrs. Diesel? She's doing good. She, not that I know of, is not upset with me at this very moment. Good. Subject a- to change, though. You and I have a shorthand. We have a, we have a friendship so deep we speak in shorthand. My new shorthand for you is rental car. <laughs> and that is not a positive thing? It, it, there's nuance. There's friendship nuance in that. So that means no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not entirely positive. Our kiddos went back to school yesterday. How was, uh, how was the first day of school? Double. You know what? First days of school can be tough. My daughter started high school. That's a big day, right? Nerve-wracking. My son always sort of prefers, like most kids, but really prefers summer break. Both kids had great days. That's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. i actually not sure the first time. This might be the first time we've ever had double great first days back to school, where just both kids were just so happy hanging out. Now, first day of school, you know, they get home. You ask your daughter. You ask your son, what did you guys do at school today? Right. First day, do they both say nothing? Like, when, when does that happen? When is that said and where they say nothing? So, well, I've learned, yeah, Henry is still kind of, you know, Henry's Henry's in elementary school still. Still will give me the, the info. My daughter, Madeline, I have to trick her. I hope she's not listening. She probably is in the car. Love you, kiddo. Ah, uh, daddy, do never trick you. Turn the radio off. I definitely trick her. And what I do is I'm just like, how was your day? And she's like, like if I get an eye roll, well, not an eye roll, just a, I don't, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'll just change the subject. I'll be like, all right, cool, cool, cool. So, and then she wants to tell me. All right. Cool. So, what do you want for dinner tonight? And I, I think last night I got. Don't you want to hear about my day? I'm like, of course I do. Wow. Okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah a little, a little, a little parenting trip. A little parenting trip. Tip. Trip. A little tip. All right. Um, 
That was a nice moment in Southern California. Here's a not-so-nice one. Yesterday, Shohei Otani was pulled from the Angels game with a UCL injury that very well intends to result in Tommy John surgery. Now, now we know that he had a similar injury in 2018. He tried really hard not to go under the knife with Tommy John surgery. He continued to hit through the course of that season, and eventually by the end of the year, I think September of that season, they, the Angels, said, no, man, we we, we got we to operate here. We got we got to do this. And that resulted in, I think he had 10 starts in that range that year, didn't have any in 2019, had just a few in 2020. So the first three seasons, you're talking about, you know, around a baker's dozen of, of starts over the course of his time. And if you remember, over that stretch, people thought Otani wasn't going to be able to pitch. Everyone who had said he couldn't pitch... <clears throat> Tom. Uh, people were stubborn. We're like, I knew it. I knew this was going to happen. And Otani obviously was able to get over that injury and to evolve into a player who is maybe the greatest we've ever seen, at least in the short sample size when he's been both a hitter and a pitcher. And to just drive that home yesterday, he'd insisted to, to keep playing and hit a home run. His 44th major league leading of, of the season. The, the guy is incredible. And, and obviously for the Angels who keep losing games, who are, I don't have in front of me, but I think it's 3,000 238 and a half games behind the wild card spot. They are in dire straits. They are in bad shape. And Perry Manazian, who is the uh, the front office guy, I'm not going to say guru because I'm not sure he is, had this to say about Shohei's situation. Shohei left the game today. Um, we did imaging in between games. He does have a tear, uh, you know, and he won't pitch the rest of the year. So. We're going to get a second opinion, go from there, but it's basically day-to-day. Obviously, he hit, so, um, you know, that's that's where we're at. As far as plans and details, I don't have those yet. You know, he's going to have been in contact with his representation. Um, obviously, he hit the second game. He's played with this in 18, so, um, you know, but with that being said, we'll take it day by day and... And um, and I'll see where it goes. So there's a few things here. I think the the main one, the first one is this could certainly reduce the market. I know people are talking about, well, now are you you bidding in the offseason when Otani's a free agent? If you're the Yankees or the Dodgers or the Padres or the Cubs, can I throw them in there just because I want to? Or the Giants or the Mariners? Are you bidding for one player, one and a half players? No, you're bidding for two. And it is worth whatever risk you think there is. Because this is not a guy who's 38 years old. It is worth whatever risk you think there is to pay him the maximum amount of money. We have seen him, as his current GM just pointed out, come back from a similar situation and be excellent. And he's already the best power hitter in baseball when he's not pitching. And the presumption, I think, is he will pitch. Now, will he pitch next year? History tells us he may not. It may be a minute. It may be a stretch. But Otani's excellence, his greatness, the potential ceiling. For me, I am paying every dime if I'm any of those teams. Come on, Cubbies. Any of those teams to bring him in. It also, and this is somewhat snarky, but I mean it, even though this isn't really based in logic, it's based in, I guess, being superstitious. But as a Cubs fan, that's what it is. I think he's going to be okay because I'm an optimist by nature. But if, and I don't think this happens, if he announces in the offseason he's re-signing with the Angels, I will think things are dire for him. And I'm being serious because the Angels are the team that always have the wrong decision. They gave Pujols a contract, brutal. They give Mike Trout the contract, not working out. By the way, not as big a story, back on the IL. There we go, back on the IL yesterday. Way to, way to go. 
I hope Otani goes somewhere else in large part because I just think that there's a malaise that, that is over this Angels organization. Uh, Tom, are you? I'm paying them. I'm like I'm I'm on the Dodgers, right? I am not. I'm doing nothing. And the Dodgers have a lot of pitchers who have been injured and who have come back from injury. I am paying them every dollar I plan to before. Nothing changed for me in terms of dollars and cents. I will say this. Even if he avoids Tommy John's surgery this offseason, I am not pitching him next year. I'm not doing it. No, I'm not either. I'll I don't think he's going to avoid the it. Year, whatever, however many yeah. years he wants on the contract, sure, fine. However much money he wants, five, sure, five, five, six years? I guess guys send 10-year deals now. Sign 10-year deals now. Yeah, he's 29. I'd be comfortable giving him six or seven years. So we don't know how serious, we don't know, they may, the the UCL injury is. We don't know the, the extent or degree of it. But Pat, the pass is not necessarily always a prologue to the moment we're in, but very rarely does this happen, and, and, and people say immediately, yeah, it's dire. They tend to sit on the news and wait and not want to share it right away. Uh, there are some conspiracy theories out there that maybe the Angels didn't trade Otani because he would have failed a physical, and then if he fails the physical, it's really hard to pitch him at all because you look like you're being incredibly irresponsible with this asset that you tried to get rid of. And I guess it's it's interesting speculation and in the realm of what's possible, I suppose, but I don't think it's a likely outcome. I think probably this is just a consequence of Otani's arm getting hurt. And it happens, and we see it. We have lots of guys who get injured. I mean... What's his name? Tony Gonsolin with the Dodgers. I know he's not Shoyo Otani. Just went down to injury. There's guys get injured. It's part of the deal. It's and it's such, it's such a bummer. It, it's such a reminder that no matter how great you are, if you can't stay healthy, you can't tap into that greatness. It does make you appreciate Tom Brady minus what one season when Matt Castle took over a long time ago, and LeBron James, and Messi and Djokovic, insert whatever other GOAT applies to this conversation, one big part of those guys, Serena, ridiculous levels, those folks, ridiculous levels of greatness was the ability to stay healthy. Not a shot of Shohei, because I think he is the most talented player in the history of baseball. You can't be the best ever if you can't stay healthy. It's a bummer. I still hope whoever wants him, Dodgers, Giants, Padres, Mariners, Yankees, Cubs, Make a full offer and go get him. Uh, let's talk some National Football League. Let's talk some NFL with our buddy Ephraim Salam. He and I met at Fox Sports Live. That show is no longer in existence, but our friendship is, and we're going to tap into it for some NFL insight next here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 